Hello and welcome to the extra segment of the Incongruent. Your MC for today is Dan, and we are joined by movie director of the Netflix movie Follow Me, Asri Bandasha. Thank you for joining us today, sir. Thank you so much for having me. So we're gonna ask a few questions. So the first question is, tell us a little bit about your project so far and what you're currently working on. Oh, so uh, I have actually a lot of projects uh, because due to Corona, I had a lot of time to think and write. So I have a lot of projects, but uh, at the moment I'm uh, dealing with distribution of uh, a new documentary about the hip hop industry called Back to Black. So uh, it's been uh, rejected uh, by a couple of platforms, the first version. So I had to edit it and to resend it with the new version now. And uh, I'm waiting for feedback. And uh, at the same time, uh, I started working for Netflix France uh, for a series about a celebrity here, a famous artist. So we started working on, the, on writing the, the script and the scenario of the series for Netflix France. And, uh, and yeah, now something else. Uh, it's about the U.S. election, but it will I will start shooting in September. Okay. Um. So the next question is: sure. How did you gain an interest for movie making? Honestly, I don't know. Uh, I was, I started working in the radio and uh, in France, hip hop radio in France. And so I was working there, and as you probably know, radio uh, it's all about sound. So I was very frustrated. And I think that this frustration about like not be able to play with the visual and the video, uh, make me start taking the camera and there the radio and start going outside shooting and making some interview of hip hop uh, artists. And then this is where I started taking a camera and started filming. And that's how it started, I guess so. I'm not sure, but I think it started from there. Do you enjoy movie making? Uh, do I enjoy it? <laughs> it depends. There's some day I hate it, but uh, but now the idea it's all about enjoying or not. You, you can do anything. Movie making, I like music. I can express myself with music. I can express myself in different ways. You know, uh, movie making is just one way to do it. So yeah, I enjoy it, but it's it's also very 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 complicated. It's a very complicated industry, though. Why do you think Netflix had boomed in comparison to other platforms on basis of your movie, Follow Me? I was actually w watching a video about it uh, a few days ago. It's about like the, the rise of all the streaming platform. And the video, the way they did it was very interesting and very easy to understand. So Netflix is at the moment the number one uh, streaming platform, uh, paid streaming platform. Uh, the biggest one is YouTube, but it's free. Unless you pay, you, you have like the premium version, but Netflix is running the game for the moment. But there is like so many new big platforms that are coming out now. You have like Disney Plus, uh, Ulu, Amazon Prime, uh, you have HBO Max, uh, you have uh, I think Warner is doing their own one as well. So this is what I learned actually, and maybe interesting for, for you guys to see. So Netflix is in debt, okay? Netflix has, uh, is, has debt. A lot of that, and creating content costs a lot of money. So, uh, so they need to spend so much money every time to maintain. Okay, uh, the difference with Disney is or Apple, for example, or Amazon, they have over source of revenue. So the streaming is not is only one source of revenue, but Amazon they do a lot of things on the side. Apple they have a lot of things on the side. Disney as well. So 
Yeah, plus they have a lot of content already, you know. Disney, they, they just put all the Marvel, all the Star Wars, they can put like all the Disney movie, and it, it's already there, you know. I mean, they have their own catalog. Warner is the same, they take back the, the right of Friends, and Friends was one of the most important shows for Netflix. So now Friends, it's not going to be no, no longer on, you know, on Netflix. So there is a war, it's happening, it's like a war, and uh, Netflix has to be uh, very strong because it's going to be, uh, it's going to be intense. So. So if given a chance, what other genre other than documentary would you like to explore? So the series I'm writing like, uh, for, for Netflix France is, uh, is a kind of fictional. So it's, it's like kind of, a, you know, making a murder or like a true crime story. Uh, so it, it's based on this. So it's a little bit fiction, a little bit of reality. So, but I always need to keep uh, the documentary side, the documentary side because I like what's real. I don't like when it's fake. You know what I mean? Unless you have the best actors that can recreate a real moment, then uh, it's better to go real. Like uh, fiction is something that it's more complicated for me. Uh, I don't feel comfortable with full fiction. No. What can you tell us about the making of sequels or a TV series with many seasons? I was, I swear to God, I was talking to a friend of mine like two days ago about it, and he asked me why I didn't do Follow Me too. And, uh, and I explained to him that if you do a sequel of something that worked just because it worked or just to, to make money, then there's a high percentage of chance that it's not going to be as good as the, as the first one. And if you think about it, only the movies that been like, for example, Back to the Future, it's a, tri it's a trilogy, there's, there's three episodes, but they've been written at the same time. So. The first episode, the second one, and the third one, it was like just one movie that they divided in three episodes. You know what I mean? Uh, but if yeah. you stop making like, for example, um, most of the movie when they do a sequel or a remake, it's not as good as the original. You know what I mean? Or the first one, it, it can't be as good. It's impossible because you're not doing it because you want it. You're doing it just because it worked and you want to make more money. You know? Yeah. So. So like, follow me too. That's why I said like, no, I'm not gonna do it because the way I write it, I wrote it, and the way I was thinking about it, it was like just one, it's done. Thank you very much. You know what I mean? I wasn't planning to do a second one, and I don't want to force myself to do a second one just because there might be a contract at the end. You know? How do you feel about the shifting trends in the kind of content young people are moving towards? I don't, I don't know. I actually have no idea. Uh... But the only thing I know is that like there is an app called TikTok that is like rising and like becoming very very big, and even Instagram TV. So you have IGTV. Uh, so you have like those platform uh, that you have to figure out a way to to understand that maybe actually maybe Netflix or all the streaming platform or whatever maybe it's on the end into Instagram, IGTV, or or when I was talking about TikTok, they might gonna buy content too. You know what I mean? Or that that's my thing. Like think about it. Like during the Corona, everybody was live. Everyone is on that IG live. Like everyone doing live. So everyone had the possibility to have their own channel. You know what I mean? Like their own like TV channel live from somewhere talking to someone. And, uh, and people spend so much time on it. So that's why like, uh, I'm just thinking, is there the future because of this new generation 
maybe the content will not be on television anymore maybe it will be on netflix whatever and at the same time you can you know, sell content on instagram tv or you can sell content on TikTok. or that that's what that, i think it's gonna it's gonna be like this though. how do you feel about pirated movies and illegal streaming sites okay so let me tell you something when i give it to netflix they have the exclusivity for follow me okay and i don't know a week after it was released it was already on uh, a website that i know and uh it was like that's it it was illegally there and whatever you know and uh and i didn't care because i knew this website you know what i mean and if i know this website it's because obviously i'm kind of using it you know what i mean so the thing is like my movie now is there and i don't care i honestly don't care i mean I, it's cool like when you do something you want people to see it, no matter how you know what i mean that's what you're doing first you don't do it for money or you don't do it for netflix so you do something because you want people to see it to watch it or you make music because you want people to listen to music and no matter how you know what i mean so i don't i, don't, I have the film is there you can download it illegally and uh, i'm very comfortable with it it's fine enjoy it because not everyone has the money to pay netflix or to pay for amazon or you know what i mean like you have to remember that like it costs money it costs a lot of money actually and uh, so you need like a platform where people can watch things for free you know it's not a bad thing where do you see the direction of the future of filmmaking heading? Are you expecting big changes or staying true to the conventional methods? Uh, it depends. Uh, technically, the, the conventional method doesn't mean anything anymore. You know? Just in terms of technically, huh? okay, like when you talk about software and like all this 3D animation, whatever, like this is, you have to stay relevant. You, know? uh, you have to update yourself all the time. But the origin like the method like creating characters or like writing a script or whatever this has to be this can change actually you know what i mean this you can change this there is rules that you have to follow you know what i mean to make a movie or documentary there is some rules you have to follow and this rule that has been created uh, like 100 years ago you know what i mean maybe a little bit more actually so and there is a reason because this is the way it's been this, this is the way to do it uh but the future um uh, the future, I believe, is you need to be able to create your own content and do everything you can by yourself. Because now you have all the tools, okay? It's very easy to do things. I mean, it's very accessible, okay? Like, you have to be creative. That's all you have to do. And be creative, it's making research, reading a lot, not just watching movies or whatever. It's like you need to read a lot, being interested in a lot of things. To, to, uh, to be creative but you have all the tools so when you're a student now you're learning like the technical aspect or whatever but remember something is like during corona for example during this period if you can't go outside to shoot or you know what i mean like you should be able to be at home and set up the light by yourself and just like making things by yourself just training and uh, and that's why i truly believe that the budget will be uh, will be lower so because it's going to be complicated to, uh, to have to find producer uh, for movies or documentary or whatever due to the crisis. So you have the budget will be lower, will be down. So you have to be more creative. And the more you can do by yourself, then the, the better it is, the easier it will be. Because you never know. 
So uh, we have uh, one last question, and it's a simple one. So what's a movie that you would recommend and a movie that you would stay away from altogether and why? Oh, the one I recommend. Me, I'm like very old uh, fashion. Uh, I don't watch what's happening right now. Honestly. I, don't, I don't watch anything that, that is they're doing right now. I just have a look, like a minute or whatever. I, just, I don't want to be stupid. I just want to know what's happening. Keep an eye on what's happening, but I don't binge watch uh, things. I don't like watch movies that much anymore. I like the old, the old movies, so I'll do my own research and I want to learn about like how they've done it before. So the first one, the one that everybody has to see, have to watch, it's my favorite one. It's The Godfather. Uh, it's with Marlon Brando, it's with Robert De Niro, it's with Al Pacino, and it's been directed by, I think it's Francis Ford Coppola. And uh, it's a trilogy, actually. There's three episodes. So you were talking about it before. And then you can see, like, how good it is. You know what I mean? Like, how amazing it is. They're long, and it's like three hours movie. People are not used to this anymore. You know what I mean? It's very, people like fast movies. So you have to take some time. But this is the classic. Like, if you haven't watched this movie, then we can't talk about movies. Like, there's no way I can talk with you about them. Like, you have to watch this. Like, it's, it's just perfect. And uh, the worst one, there's so many, you know, there's so many. <laughs> no, there is, like, it's, it's really hard for me, like, to watch things, like, nowadays, and that's why, like, they do a lot of remake, you know what I mean? Or it's, like, all the Marvel, and they do a lot of remake, it's, like, The Lion King, anything, they're, like, oh, uh, we have an idea, we're going to do the remake, or we're going to do, like, the Fast and Furious number 30, or, like, you know, it's just, like, it just, it just, it's just really sad, though. Even, like, The Joker, you know the movie The Joker? Which is yeah. a great movie, like, it, it is a great movie, okay? Uh, but it's just a remake of a movie called Taxi Driver and with Robert De Niro. And if you look at Joker and if you look at Taxi Driver, it's the same story. The characters are just different, but it's the same story. It is the same story. It's this guy that like is normal, but then is going down, 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 down and become crazy and lose his mind because of the environment, because of the society, because of, you know what I mean? And taxi driver, it's exa exactly the same thing. Is this taxi who's driving in New York in the 70s and seeing all this crazy world around him and he's losing his mind and he's going down, down, down. So even now when you think like about movies, you see the Joker, it's great, but then it's just a remake, you know, it's just the just change a couple of things, no? But it's good. Like the performance of uh, I don't remember, I don't remember his name there. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. His performance is just like amazing. You know what I mean? You can't you can't say anything about it. It's just like amazing. And I like him. I like this. I like this actor. So I'm very happy for him. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us today on the extra segment of Being Congruent. It's been a pleasure.